Well, good morning. <clears throat> good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever it is, and whatever time it is that you are hearing this. This is Reverend Kay Mortimer with Covenant Truth Ministries, and I welcome you to today's edition of Bible Bites and to, um, to all those who could join us. <clears throat> I just want to welcome you and praise God for his word. As we read through the scriptures this year, I hope you are reading through yourself as well and joining with me in reading the Bible this year. Well, today my reading is found, <coughs> excuse me, in 1 Chronicles 25 through 27. And so I wanted to point out uh, a few things here as I go through here. This shouldn't take too long, but I did have a couple of things that jumped out at me as I was reading this that I wanted that I want to share with you. First of all, <coughs> in verse 1 of chapter 25, we find that part of their worship and their ministry, it says, was to, in my version, prophesy with instruments and music. And these were from the sons of Asaph, Jeduthun, and Heman. Remember, Heman was the grandson of Samuel the prophet. And so I was looking up this word prophesy, and it's really talking about to either <clears throat> speak or sing, or I'm assuming play an instrument, by inspiration. It doesn't always mean just something that's foretelling a future event. It's through inspiration, or in other words, under the influence of the Holy Spirit. The ins inspiration comes from the Holy Spirit of God <clears throat> and gives them the ability to play um, what the Spirit of God is giving them, new tunes that will honor God, new tunes that will praise the Lord. Music is very powerful, and so we need to be careful about the kind of music that we listen to, the kind of music we allow to have influence into our lives and into our hearts. And God set it up in those days and, and all throughout Scripture, even until today, that there is worship music, there is praise and, and worship music, whether you like hymns or Southern Gospel or contemporary or whatever it is, watch what you're listening to and watch the kind of music that you're allowing to influence your lives because there is a prophetic element. There's an inspiration element to this and God wants us to be inspired through things that will draw us closer to him. Then <clears throat> I was curious as I read through all of these chapters at how many times the numbers of 24 and the numbers of 12 came up and at least in in two instances, they were multiplied together, and both times it came to 288. The first one was in uh, chapter 25 here, which formed the total worshipers, or perhaps the choir, the choir and orchestra, musicians, whatever. Um, so I found that curious. Notice, too, that they were on a, like a rotation, and that rotation was the same, it says, for both small and great. There was no partiality. And then in verse uh, 20, in chapter 26, I wanted to point out that, that in verse 1 through 8, it speaks of the family and the, the continuation from uh, people of, of Obed-Edom. And this very likely could be the Obed-Edom that was the Gittite or the one that lived in Gath, whose family had had the ark for three months, if you'll remember. And now they're serving in the kingdom in the service of David and the tabernacle of David as gatekeepers. 
those that's those who would open up the way like the greeters and so forth and it's just beautiful to me the bible talks about there being 62 of them 62 of obed edom's family i'm telling you i believe that this may be the same obed edom that had the ark for those three months because the presence of god was so real in his home it changed his entire family and i believe that he followed it i believe he was like when david came to get it he's like just give me any job i'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of the Lord. That's what, what one of the psalmists wrote. I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of the God. I just want to be near his presence. I want to be with him. I've tasted and I've seen that the Lord is good and I don't want anything else. Oh, hallelujah. That's just beautiful to me. I love that. Then um, notice that these gatekeepers, according to chapter six, uh, chapter 26, verse 16, were also watchmen. They would be guarding, guarding the, the house of the Lord, uh, watching over who would come in and those kinds of things. So it reminded me of a greeters in the church or maybe the part of the security team and the greeters combination type thing. Notice here that some of these gatekeepers also were sons of Korah which you'll find mentioned in several passages in the Psalms or in several titles and headings of the Psalms. And they were also of the sons of Merari, which was Levites descended from uh, Levi through his son Merari. Then um, in verse 31 of chapter 26, I found it interesting that this happened, this particular verse speaks of something that happened in the 40th year of King David's reign. In other words, that was just before David died. He only got a chance to reign 40 years, and then he died at age 70. He started his reign at 30, and he died at age 70, and he had reigned for the 40 years. So what this spoke to me was that two things. God was setting up for the work to continue beyond him, that David was going to outlive his life in the sense of having established the structure, having established the provisions, having established order, having established the heart of God in these matters so that the work carried on way beyond him, way beyond him. And even today you have Levites and, and those who are seeking to restore the worship in Jerusalem and the Temple Mount and rebuild the, the third temple and all of that. And so, you know, David's what David set up in this worship structure will outlive him greatly, even till this very day. The other thing that this pointed out to me was that, you know, God's got the retirement plan. He's got the retirement plan. And our job is to keep working until he calls us home. And I thought that that was really neat that this happened in the last year. David was still about the Father's work. He was still about God's work all the way up until he, the Lord took him home and he could no longer serve here. So that just reminded me that we need to keep working for Jesus all the way up until we can no longer do it or until he calls us home. Hallelujah. Let's use every available opportunity and make every day count. Notice too, in all of these chapters, every one of these chapters for today, the other thing that really pointed, uh, that really struck me was the family element making sure that the work 
and the faith passes on to our children and our grandchildren, and they serve the Lord also. God, in, in another place in the scripture, and we'll get to it when we read later in the prophets, speaks about how he wanted a godly seed. That's what God is after, is for this to continue, and faith to faith to faith to continue in generation after generation after generation after generation. And I hope and pray that be the case in my family, and I pray that be the case in yours as well, that the next generation and beyond keeps on going. And, and part of that brings the responsibility to us to do our best to invest in them and to train them up, the Proverbs says, in the way that they should go so that when they're old, they're still walking in it. And you see that element of family here that, that, you know, you'll have one person and then it talks about of the sons of. And, you know, some of these are grandchildren that continually are serving in the Lord's house. And it talks about how many in the families were doing that. And that was just a blessing to me to read that. Then in chapter 27, he lists uh, the military divisions with the numbers. Again, here it was interesting. 12 times 24, 288 shows up again. Hallelujah. And then we see also in this chapter the full listing of everybody that was involved in King David's administration, covering and, and hovering over and watching over all of his property. And I noticed this. I thought this was interesting. It, it listed all those that were over his animals, his livestock, his herds, his donkeys, etc., the vineyards, the orchards, the woodlands, even his advisory board or cabinet, we might call them. It was very detailed and very orderly. And God blessed David wherever he went, and he used him not only in his day, but even to set up all of these structures and to show us how detailed all of this was so that that can be a pattern for the service of the Lord later. So I pray this is a blessing to you and an encouragement to you to serve the Lord right up until he calls us home and to also include our families in that service of the Lord. You know, I've seen some videos and different things on Facebook that have just blessed my heart where you've got little children reciting scripture. You've got little children playing instruments or um, singing in worship to the Lord. And I just, I love that. That because that's what God wants. He wants us to pass it on to the next and the next and the next generations so that it continues way beyond us. Hallelujah. And that's a beautiful thing. I hope that this has blessed you today and that you can join me again for future episodes of Bible Bites. God bless you today.